Blog Talk Radio. Broadcasting from Atlanta, Georgia, home of the world's greatest artist, TLC, Gladys Knight, India Ari, Indigo Girls, and Hartsfield Atlanta Jackson Airport, the Falcons, and Clark Atlanta University. This is The Bright Side with Technicia, a daily show with real people with real experiences. And now, here's your host, Technicia. from Atlanta, the home of the Falcons. We got everybody up in here, up in this thing. So we're doing it. You know what I'm saying? The weather is feeling pretty good today, but it's cold. Um, of course, I would have been up and down. I believe that we're going to have a hard winter, and I'm not even ready for that in preparation. But anyhow, today is January the 7th, 2020. Amazing how this month is already um plunging real fast. We're going to be looking at February. I'm telling you, these years are going by quick. You already seen how fast we hit this decade. But anyhow, I'm going to hit you with tunes. I'm waiting on my guest to come on. Then we'll give a little induction about her. Get into the interview part, and you already know what to do. If you need to call in and have questions, you already know that. And all that information will be gave, given out. But at the moment, I am going to hit you with tunes. So here it goes. We're going to play a little win by J-Rock. Hey, this is the East Side Johnny Big Redemption Life. Know what I'm talking about? Hold up. Whoa, 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 whoa. Get out the way. Just to re-up 
Here. Legal knew just what it was, flipped the whole dub and gave it back, boop. Yeah. 9-11, no malice, baby. Nine ball with no violence, baby. My trigger finger got callus, baby. My bare knuckles got talent, baby. I'm all in the wind with it. On deuce line, I've been with it. She too fine, I've been hit it. Crash two times, I limo tenant my new ride. I'm riding with the toaster. 12-bet not pull me over. over. Championship going dumb. Whoa, Nothing to something whoa, I won, whoa, bitch. Whoa. Get out the way. Man, I love that song. It's so inspiring for me. It really is. It pushes me a little bit farther. That's one of my songs I have on my phone right now, and I'm I'm loving it. Both of my guests are supposed to be here, um, so I don't know. Looks like she might not come in the queue today. Uh, we'll have another time with her, but I definitely want to send out this message to everybody, you know, um, who's in need of credit restoration. Don't let that be the only thing that is left on the plate that you don't take care of. Don't let money stop you from getting your credit done. And, yes, you can do it yourself. You can do your hair yourself. You can do your car yourself. But if you know that you need professional help, seek it out. Let that be one of the things on your priority list that you get taken care of. (laughs) Excuse me. A lot of times we fail to realize what's actually going on around us because we are so caught up in today's society that, okay, I'm good. I'm perfect. Our moms and dads, they're at the age probably where, oh, okay, I don't care about having my credit repaired because I'm older now. It doesn't make any difference to me. But you're at the age probably where you can care. You have a future behind you. You have a legacy behind you. Your little ones, your grandchildren, look out for them. Have a place for them. You want them to stay in the apartment or you want them to stay in the house? You want them to stay in the house paying rent or do you want them to stay in the house where mortgage is being paid, where they can have something to say that's my own. They can't claim a house that's on rent. <clears throat> they can't do it at all. Those are things that we have to think about. We got to look out for our future behind us. We know that we didn't get that education. I know I didn't. We didn't get financial literacy while we was in school. So why not pass that off to somebody else who needs that information? What I love about my company is that we have a program for children 8 through 18. <clears throat> it's called the Youth Financial Literacy, and we educate 8 through 18. We just passed off a scholarship just now for $400,000. So the next enrollment will open up around October. If you guys want to get in touch with me about that program, you better call me at or message me at 678 678- Two one zero six seven zero six, so you can get this information for your baby. We are going from school to school. We are nationwide educating the youth that you didn't get that. Don't let them walk into the same situation you walked into. 
Don't let them go into this generation with debt over their heads. Teach them now. Teach them while they're young. As the song says, the children are our future, and they are. But they only can learn what we actually teaching them. They're so caught up on phones. Give them this website. Matter of fact, I'm going to give you the website. If you got a pen and a paper, it's yflfoundation.org. Get them on it. Set them up an account. Show them what they can save up for. Show them the difference between their needs and their wants. That's what they need to learn. If you know that you are in the school, I didn't even know credit score could get around to 300. I didn't. I thought at least if you fill out your name on something, that was 100 points right there. But obviously it can. It can go from three all the way up to eight. 850. That's amazing. Who wouldn't want that credit right there? And some people out here, I use cash. That's fine. And then if you want to use cash. But how do you expect to get a house, a car? You know when they hit that button at the car lot that they're actually hitting it for 15 people to give you a chance? Somebody's going to come through. Bam. There go your interest rate. Two digits. Who wants their interest rate in two digits? Yes, you can get a house around in the five or six. But why not make it a seven or eight and feel more relaxed about that? And you have more, you have most realtors who won't even give you that information. They won't even lend it out to you because they're looking out just for themselves. But if you found a real one, you're on point. You're most definitely on point, my brother and my sister. Because this is no game. Credit is queen, baby. Cash may be king for some, but credit is definitely queen all the way, and you need that information. Get yourself in order, everybody, because the whole nother decade going to fly by you, and you ain't going to have nothing. You're going to be lost like, like sheep out there. But anyhow, we're going to get into some more music. If you've got a special song that you want me to play, please let me know. Please do. You can always call in 845-277-9285. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. You can actually do that. Well, you could call in and you could give me your request to your song. We're listening. You can hit me up on blogtalkradio.com forward slash bright side with TK and message me. I'm on chat. I'm in the chat box. I'm here listening. I want to hear what you got to say. I'm on, baby. But right now, we're going to get some more music. We're not going to hold you up. We're going to get it. Keeping the stable So I guess I know what I got 
you know what? We're going to keep on going. We're not going to stop this show because of any boo-boos. I'm telling you that right now. So we're just going to keep going in. Wanda, if that was you, please make sure you dial back in at 845-277-9287. But we're definitely going to keep going because that's what it's all about. I have decided I'm not just going to delete my shows. I'm going to keep going. Somebody might want to hear something else. Um, but I I just want you guys to know that um, if you're looking to heal chronic pain relief, if you're looking for that, um, that silver line, like they always like to say, this is the book for you. Um, you could definitely uh, purchase it. Barnes & Noble, you know, uh, let me see what else. Let me see. I don't want to give you the wrong information. Cause I, um, you can actually, it's about $20. It's $20. Um, it's nothing but 250 pages long. Um, you definitely be able to get this book. It's, it's a wonderful know-how. It's plenty of exercises in here, information, um, easy to practice self-care that you could get. You're not going to find that just anywhere. So I think this would be great. You know, especially as you get older, a lot of things happen with our bodies. So I definitely would recommend that book to anybody. I believe this is Wanda calling back in. So let's see. Wanda, are you online? Hello, hello. Hello. Hello, Wanda. How's it going? Wanda, I hear you loud and clear. Oh, hey, do we finally connect? This is Wanda. Yes, Wanda. We finally connect. I'm so glad to have you on, baby. Oh, I am I am so glad to be here and I'm sorry about the confusion. I was trying to get you through Skype and oh well, this is this is the telephone. <laughs> you, you you know what? That is all right. I'll play the little music cuz usually I said I'm switching it up. Sometime I'll end up um just ending the show if if one of my guests don't call in about that, you know what? It was it was a reason for everything. It's always a reason and I'm always live by that cliche. I'm going to live by that saying. It's a reason for everything. It was a reason for me not to counsel because I knew Wanda was calling in. This is an um, interesting topic. And I... <laughs> I'm glad you hung um, in and, and waited for me. <laughs> I, I had to play a little old jam from, you know, people forget about them old school jams. But Wanda, I, I want to get into it. Um, what made you, okay, we know that you went through some injuries, but how did you even start to treat your own chronic injuries yourself? Well, I mean, being a physical therapist, of course, it's, you know, kind of natural to be treating my own injuries. I'm sorry, I'm getting distracted here. But... Hold on a second. Anyway, Technisha, are you still there? I'm sorry. We're still having some technical difficulties here. Okay. Forgive me for all of this. Um, yeah, so, um, you know, it's just natural. You you know, you see people. I mean, you start off in this profession, and you learn all these things in school. And, I mean, I, I had had injuries before I became a physical therapist, but I didn't know what to do, you know, for them then. I mean, I even landed in an emergency room when I hurt my back really badly before I became a physical therapist. But then after you you know, start working and, and learn something about how to you know, take care of yourself, you know, of course, you're you're treating your own injuries. And what really got me was that I'd see so many people that had similar injuries to my own, but didn't know what to do early on to take care of them. And, and some of them became, you know, 
bad injuries. I'm, I'm seeing them maybe even a year after they had a minor problem, but not having you know good initial self care, uh, you know, early on is uh, a, a real um, common uh, condition of chronic pain. Oh wow. I can't even imagine. Yeah, like yeah, simple things. <laughs> simple things. A, like a sprained ankle can just, you know, not taking care of you. Know, you start, you start walking differently, and then your your knee starts hurting, and then your back starts hurting, and then before you know it, you're, you know, like what's going on? And then you finally go in to get some help, and um, and it's, you know, you can maybe get better still, but it just takes a lot longer, and you've been in a lot of pain for a long time that really wasn't um, so necessary. Right, I think I'm definitely going to dive into the book because sometimes I have pain in my back and a lot of my guests would tell me, oh, that seems like that's your psychiatric nerve. And I'm like, wow, you might need to go get your back aligned. But um, just um, listening to you talk about that and and having that self-care, it's right here in the book to help you with the relief of any spinal pain that you might be having because that's the main thing. We definitely need that sign. So that's, you definitely don't want that to go right. out. Um yeah, um, yeah. Now, that's some uh, of the most common. Now, Wanda, right. Um, Wanda, when it actually came to your own injury, um, did they help you develop better ways to treat chronic pain? Well, yeah, it did because here I am, a physical therapist, and I'm, you know, you know, fixing my own injuries and seeing people and life's going on. But then I ended up with my own chronic back pain that all of my, you know, kind of, you know, PT treatments I've been doing for other people weren't really working for me. And, I mean, I was able to keep working, and but every afternoon I was having really bad back spasms, and um, and it was, this was for months and months. And then what happened um, that definitely inspired me to want to share this with a lot of people because it's so simple and unexpected was I was in a meditation retreat, and I'm sitting in a chair, and... Mm-hmm. The pain starts coming on in the in the afternoon. By the afternoon, I was okay in the morning, but by the afternoon, there it is. And so I, I opened my eyes, and there are people sitting on the floor in front of me, you know, meditating. But by afternoon, I'm, I open my eyes. They're all twisting and turning and bending and stretching and doing everything and looking like they're pretty uncomfortable. And I just had this inspiration. It was like a, a mirror was held up to me because that is what I had been doing when the pain got so bad. I would do a lot of stretching. And I decided just to do the exact opposite of that. So instead, I'm sitting in a chair. I just lengthened my spine. I, I sat as tall as I could. And then I pulled in my stomach. Instead of stretching, I did strengthening. I tightened my muscles. And, um, you know, just pulling in my belly as close as I could get it, you know, in towards my spine, getting my shoulders down and back, lengthening the back of my neck. And and just with, so that's just a strong, you know, muscle contraction, but just in this lengthened posture. And while I did it, I was pain-free. I had not discovered this before. I just never done it. I always went to the, oh, just stretch because, you know, something hurts and, and it's real common to want to just stretch when something hurts. Instead, I, I did this other thing. And what really surprised me, I mean, I would I would do that, and then I'd relax, and the pain would come back a little bit, but not as bad. And so I just kept doing that the rest of the day. But what was amazing was the next afternoon, I did not have any pain. It, it, that got rid of my pain. And it sounds like a miracle, but 
and, and it kind of, yeah. I guess it kind of is, because our bodies are pretty amazing what we can do with our, our, our bodies. But it's because I've got the muscles, my deep muscles, you know, around the spine, back in a state of coordination by, by just doing that contraction. And um, it was, you know, I've just been sharing that with people ever since because it's, it's just a, a wonderful thing. Now, you might think, like, I discovered something new. Well, hardly, because you know, human bodies have been around a long time, right? So this actually mm-hmm. is a form of yoga. I didn't know it at the time, but it is a form of yoga to lengthen like this and to tighten your muscles. But maybe the difference of how I'm approaching it is that I'm encouraging people to use this, like during the day as needed. When you have any signs of strain, you know, to any part of your spine, your neck, your middle of your back, your low back, or if you're having any like sciatica kind of symptoms, I think you mentioned that, or symptoms into your arms that are you know from your neck, that just to straighten up and to do this muscle contraction, um, you know, instead of stretching, can bring bring relief really quickly. And if not immediately, um, there's also things that you um, that I encourage people to do when they're in bed, you know, before they go to sleep and in the morning before you wake up. But at least by the next day, you can be completely, you know, pain free if you catch it early. That, but that's that's the trick to catch it. Okay, just to catch it early. I'm saying, with this being said, and just doing it yourself, nobody is going to ask you need a chiropractor after a while. You won't even have to waste your time going there because you'll be able to help and heal your own self. Um, well, I think you for for a lot of uh, problems, yeah, you probably will need you know not to go in to see people as much. The key to all of this is strengthening. I mean, if you do, if you are someone that you know likes to go and get that kind of treatment, you know that's that's you know that's fine. But um, if you if you work on this strengthening, you sure won't have to be going as much. You know, if that is your your habit that you, you know, every now and then have to go get a tune up or something from from somebody helping you, or if you let things get away from you and then it's you know a little harder, you know, for just doing the self care. Um, but but the self care does work really well for um, a lot of spinal injuries. Oh, I bet. Now, um, does having similar types of pain as your patients make you a, a better therapist? Well, I I think it's um it's it's given me a lot more confidence in in what I do, and it certainly um, you know makes you more compassionate. I mean, you you know what it feels like, you know what someone's going through, but then again, with with pain, what often happens with with people, and and it's um, part of the definition of pain itself, is that it's you know it's an unpleasant sensation, right? It it hurts. We don't like it, um, but it's also an emotional. Uh, response. It's a, it's an um, emotional um, you know, sensation as well. So, depending how much you're reacting emotionally to the pain, that can make it a lot worse. And that is often where you have to start with people when you when you see them, you know, as as patients, is to, you know, get them to breathe deeply. That's the beginning of a like a relaxation response. Um, because when you're all emotional about your pain, that's the same as the stress response. That's like your heart rates increase, your blood pressures, you know, getting up there, you know, your stress hormones are, are, you know, coursing through your blood, and um, and 
that's more the response, you know, you've heard of it, like the fight or flight response. But it's also in this modern age, it's just, um, you know, we're not running away from lions so much anymore. But it's just, you know, whenever, you know, just the worries of the world, the worries of our life, uh, family, you know, things are happening, uh, jobs, just insecurities, you know, we, we get stressed. So you add pain to that, and that makes the pain a lot worse. So that's really the first place you have to start with um, with any self-care when there's a, a pain condition is to just, you know, stop. You know, initially, you know, there's going to be that response because that is a normal response, that emotional response. But then you can just take some deep breaths and, um, and then you can uh, begin to do some of these movements and postures that are in the you know, start to get relief. Wow. This is, I mean, this is good information for anybody out there because you hear a lot of people, I bet that probably can even help my shoulder. I have rotator cuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sure I'm, once, once I dive into this book, it's on. There is no stopping. And I'm, I'm agree with you. A lot of times we go to these doctors, no offense to anybody who have a medical degree, but half the time they don't know. They don't know what they don't know. You know, they only know what mm-hmm. whatever they was told or whatever they study. Mm-hmm. That, that's as far as they go. Um, sometimes it's a little bit more to that when it comes to self care, and it's hard to find. It's hard to find that. And like I said, I'm so glad that you took out the time to educate the masses and write a book like this. Now, in your opinion, do, could any other physical therapist have written this book? Well, other people, you know, certainly could have written, you know, their own book about what they would recommend for, you know, early self-care. But um, but this book is is really full of my own personal stories and uh, my clinical stories. So, you know, that, that part is certainly unique to me. Um, this, this posture that I've uh, mentioned um, that's so great for so much spinal pain, I've called it PIL, P-I-L, and the the catch to that was to get people to think that you're doing a pill instead of taking a pill. Okay. So yeah. So um and and, and that just uh you know, gets people more involved, yeah, in their own uh self care and and a little bit more responsible for, you know, what what um you know they're able to do. The one thing that I've I've offered here, it's all very simple. This is all basic, you know, really basic physical therapy kind of kind of things. So no matter what kind of injury you have, like say to your shoulder, or you know to your elbow or your neck or your knee, these are all the first steps that need to be taken. So no, really, no matter what kind of injury you've had, um, you know these are um, you know safe things to to try doing and um, you know to. Okay. Okay. Uh, try working on. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And you mentioned, and I did catch that part about you mentioned about you. And with all this, you don't even have to worry about taking medicine. Uh, well, with medicine, I mean, you know, certainly. Um, well, and then I think you were mentioning too, like sometimes you go to a doctor, sure. and and maybe that isn't their specialty, you know, orthopedic kind of problems. And so, yeah, they, you're in pain. You want something for your pain, and so it's been real common to, you know, have some pain medication, um, you know, prescribed, maybe along with some anti-inflammatories or muscle relaxers or, you know, those kind of things. Um, but but that in itself is, is not going to get you better. That will just 
kind of dull the sensation that you're having. But And, and sometimes that can be a detriment, especially with spinal pain, because you might be more comfortable, like say sitting or doing something in not a good position, and that can just make things um, get worse once the, the drug wears off. You know, you're even in worse pain. So, um, so it's important not to re- just rely on medications because you have to get stronger with any injury, with any strain. Now, this is also, you know, degenerative conditions like you know arthritis and um, of, you know the spine of, of any of our joints. Whenever you know pain flares up from from those areas, you always need to work on strengthening, and and that's um, that's often what people miss. Um, like I say, stretching is sort of an an easier thing. You hurt something hurts, you you just want to stretch it and you know move it move it around somehow. But there are just better ways than just sort of the, the haphazard you know stretching and, and movement. Um, so so mm-hmm. that's that's what this book really offers. Yeah. Okay, I got you on that note. Um, now, who could be probably most helped by by your suggestions? I know that we. We talked about maybe somebody who has uh, pain in their spine, back, or, or whatnot, but who who else would you suggest? Yeah. Well, people who just don't know where to start, um, people who've had an injury and they think it's better and then they go back to doing what they usually do in life and they keep re-injuring themselves, um, that's that's pretty common. Um, or, or people who, you know, you, you hurt yourself and you, know, you use ice and you wrap a joint up, you know, for that very first early, early self-care, but they just don't know what to do after that. Um, and, and certainly for people with, um, you know, degenerative conditions, older folks that are finding they're doing less and less because their, you know, back pain is, is just keeping them from, from, you know, being able to walk. You know, the doctors told them they need to walk for, you know, their their health and they just find they can't do it because they're just in too much pain <laughs> or for the person who is told, you know, you should go get some exercise and then they go out diligently to do that and they go to the gym or they do something that they haven't really maybe done much, um, you know, previously in their lives and then they hurt themselves. And it's like, Oh, I would, I would always be so saddened to see those people that with the best intentions, you know, they're, they're trying to get themselves stronger and get healthier. And instead they end up in my office, you know, but but again, that's the book. The book is all the basic things. These some of the things that that you might miss. I mean, if you if you do go to a gym or you know that kind of thing, these are the the more subtle exercises you need to to begin with to get that strength of the deeper muscles back. Because that's the other thing with the muscles. There's there's the deep muscles that stabilize. Um, the spine and also other deep muscles that stabilize um, our other joints like the shoulder, you know, you mentioned with rotator cuff, that's what the rotator cuff tendons and muscles are all about is stabilizing the shoulder joint. So with injury, those deep muscles kind of go on the blink and the more superficial muscles, the muscles that are right under our skin, that's the, those are the muscles that kind of move our bodies around. They're trying to do their best to get us to move, but without that stability of the deep muscles, it hurts when you move. Oh, oh I bet it does. <laughs> when I stand up so long, I'll be filming my kneecaps. The body is funny. It will wear and tear on you. It be speaking languages that you never heard of. Um, you be like, where did that pain come from? 
I was just going to say to me talking about pain as a, as a language. It's true. It is the language of our bodies, you know, pain or numbness and tingling. I mean, it is our bodies trying to tell us something. And if we don't pay attention or if we don't know how to respond, you know, in, in the best way to those messages, um, then we can just end up in a lot more trouble. Okay. Um, now, are there, do you have maybe some tips on how best to deal with pain overall? Well, yeah, with uh, this is what I've mentioned here, this pill, P-I-L, um, that yes, um, is something that's easy to do. It's simply just, I mean, you can do it in standing and sitting. You can do it when you're laying down. You can do it as you're walking. And so that's just simply um, lengthening your spine. And when you do that, you kind of rock your pelvis forward a little bit. But it's just it's just trying to be as tall as you can. It's it's really that simple, you know, pulling in your belly. This is all you know, described in the book, you know, in, in some detail. But to be really comfortable doing that, that's one of the best tips, you know, just right off, off the bat that I have um, that uh, can help a lot. Say you're driving in a car. You can do it as you're driving. How many of us have had, you know, back pain as we're driving? Our neck starts hurting. Our shoulders start hurting. Do this, you know, hold it for, you know, a few seconds or even up to even up to a minute if you want. Um, it can just make all the difference in the world. So that that's certainly one thing. And another tip that I really like to point out that's that's not too hard to describe here over the uh radio is that when you're, you know, standing up from a chair or bending, that your knees bend over your feet. So you might go, huh? But a lot of people, especially as we get maybe older, get a little weaker in the legs, or we're just not paying attention, um, you, you put your knees together more and your feet are spread out more as you as you stand up. So that's a that's a bad position that can cause a lot of troubles with, with um, knees and hips and ankles um, and even your, your back. So it's just that you have your, your you know, where your feet are, that your knees are going to bend over your feet. And it's about as simple as that. Um, other tips are just taking breaks, you know, as as you work. Um, there's a lot of, uh, you know, the, the book has, like, lots of pictures and, um, you know, things to do with your arms and stretching your hands. and um, and, and But just even taking a short walk. You know, our bodies just don't like to sit for a really long time. Um, so whenever mm-hmm. you can, just get up and even a short walk. You don't have to make it a, a big deal, but but just, you know, getting up, moving around, you know, stretching out your hands and fingers. Um, and, and then the other thing is just don't ignore uh, when you're feeling some pain, when you're feeling discomfort. Um, don't, you know, just grab onto your shoulder and start rubbing it, you know, or just stretching it around, you know, doing, you know, the pill and doing some of the other suggestions in the book with that very first onset of pain is important. But you have to be aware of it. You have to be aware of your body. So that is the part of, of the what I call practical mindfulness, which just means, I mean, mindfulness is just being aware of the moment we're living in, right? It's just appreciating the moment. Of, you know, really just being aware of whatever you're doing, not being all distracted by something else. You're just... You know, even if you're just washing the dishes, you're just standing here, you know, appreciating that you have dishes to wash, that you have water. Um, but um, by being aware when you when your body is, you know, either there's a little tingling message, there's a little message of of pain or a little strain somewhere. 
that you just, you know, straighten yourself up, lengthen your spine, um, you know, do this pill. And, and like I say, that can really catch things early and um, and make life, uh, you know, at least this part of it, a little bit more controllable. You have a little more confidence and like, oh, I know what to do for that. Exactly. I wanted to, um, this is what I wanted to ask Wanda. I was talking to a gentleman who said he had diabetic um, neuropathy. Yeah. Oh, I always want to tie on that. Um, do you think this would be helpful for someone in his condition? Well, it's none of this, I mean, what can I say? It sure won't hurt any to be doing what, you know, what's in this book. Um, it, it may help. I mean, diabetic neuropathy is, um, you know, because of the disease process, uh, there just isn't as um, much blood flow getting into the extremities. And so the neuropathy, that's just uh, painful nerve, well, nerve pain, and it's because of the lack of blood flow. Um, so to, you know, do what you can to increase the blood flow you have, you know, to to be doing these kind of movements, to, um, you know, be doing as much, you know, walking as you can. But, you know, there are changes that happen that aren't, you know, reversible if, if the, um, you know, the disease has, you know, progressed that much. But like I say, this wouldn't do any harm certainly, to be doing this. And it would be good to keep you know, your joints mobile. I mean, that's always a good thing. And I mean, down in your feet, and there's, um, you know, a lot of uh, good um, stretches and movements and strengthening to do, you know, around your feet and ankles. That, you know, that would be good, um, you know, to try. But um, I, and on that note, though, just to say that the um, for people who don't have diabetes but who have had something immobilized, like say you you broke your ankle or you you know you broke your wrist, and so you're not able to move for a while because the bone you know needs to heal. Then when you come out of that cast, the the kind of pain that you you have when you first start moving, um, often there's some people that will just say ah, that hurts. I do not want to move, but that kind of slow movement is actually what you do need to be doing. That pain is because of the um, blood hasn't been getting into the, the sensory nerves, the nerves uh, that give us, uh, you know, sensation, you know, into our feet and into our fingers or, you know, other parts of our bodies. And that you do need to to move and move slowly and just stop where you need to stop. It's like, ah, that's enough. Go the other direction. Just move back and forth. But that is what's going to give pain relief because the the blood will get, you know, down back into your extremities. So it's almost like it's a, a temporary, you know, kind of neuropathy that you have, you know, when, when you've been injured like that. Um, or when you stop yourself from moving because something hurts and you don't want to move it. I mean, that's that's the other mistake people make is, is they just think that any kind of pain means harm. And and really moving slowly is not harmful. Moving slowly is, is not going to hurt you. And, yes, there might be a little pain. But you just have to say, oh, there's that unpleasant sensation, right? And you don't have to engage in that emotional response or, or you really can observe that in yourself just to see, you know, at first you do it, you kind of go, ah, but then go, wait a minute, just take some deep breaths, you know, get that relaxation response going, and then just continue to move slowly. And, and that's key to a lot of this. Okay. I hope you guys are listening. That's the main key here. Um, she gave it. If you listen to the replay, please make sure that you 
share this value with somebody who needs to hear it. Um, this is going to work wonders. It's going to open up a floodgate for plenty, Wanda. Now, um, if you don't mind, Wanda, I, I don't want to take up a whole lot of time, but um, could you share maybe like one of your most dramatic personal stories of patients that you actually helped? Sure. Um, you know, one that's um, I was just thinking about this morning was um, this was some years ago, and I had just had knee surgery, so I was all banged up. I had a, a brace on my leg, and I'm walking with crutches. And uh, we had a friend over here who was doing some construction work for us, and you know, staying with us. And and, um, <laughs> and all of a sudden, I get this call, and he's out on the deck. He's on the deck, like on his back. He's done something that just completely put his back in spasm, and, um, I mean, he's in a lot of pain. And so, of course, I, I mean, what can I do? I, I, I got out there on my crutches, and so all I can do is talk to him, which is also what this book is about, is I'm just talking to you in this book, right? And I just talked him through it. I just um, got him to get on his side, do some of these uh, movements. I mean, pill is, is, was part of it, but also just rocking his pelvis back and forth, just going slow stopping where there is pain, but just to, to not be afraid of that pain, just to to um, keep moving back and forth. And I had him roll on his other side, do the same thing. And after about even 10 minutes, he was able, you know, get on his hands and knees to get up to standing, walk around. And uh, and he didn't you know, go back to work that day. Um, but he was able to work the next day. I mean, from being in that kind of pain, he was able to work. Now, he did take breaks, and, you know, he would do his little exercises that I'd, I'd showed him. But um, but it's pretty, you know, remarkable that because that's the kind of situation where a lot of people want to run off and go to the emergency room because, they, you know, they have no idea what to do. So, um, and I've and seen that, you know, that's happened um, actually, I've hurt. I've fall, fallen off a ladder. I've hurt my back again. I mean, since I uh, have discovered this thing with pill, and um, and it it does work. I mean, pretty miraculously. Now, with a bad injury, you know, it's still going to take though maybe a couple of weeks to be completely better. But you're you know you're very functional and you're you know doing a lot lot more um, you know in that time that you're just waiting for your body to heal. When you, when you have been badly injured, so so that was that was a good one. Basically, it's nice yeah. to avoid going to the emergency room for neck or back pain because emergency rooms oh, yeah. they don't like. I mean, they're busy with other things. They're busy with accidents and broken bones and heart attacks and all kinds of stuff like that. And you're kind of put on the back burner if you're just coming in with, I hurt my back and I can't stand up straight. Well, again, this this book and this advice will, will help you know what to do so, so you can get going and you don't need to, you know, go in like to an emergency room. Well, see, right, and, and see, that's another thing about emergency rooms. You have to be careful. You have to make sure it's something that you can't do on your own because you hit the emergency room, they're charging you doctor's fees, they're charging the hospital fees, they're charging you extra fees on top of extra fees. I know. I took my daughter that, a, uh, yeah. a while ago, and, of course, her insurance did not kick in. Now I'm looking at $800 bill because she had a oh. UCI, and it's like, wow, like, oh, my God. So yeah. you have to be very careful. They they don't tell you all that in fine print that they're going to charge you. Oh, yeah, you got doctor bill. No. You got hospital bills, too. Oh, we got to charge 
equipment. So you're, yeah, you're paying everybody. True. You can, you're, yeah, you paying Peter Pike for real good. So I agree with you, Wanda. Stay away from the emergency room if you really don't. Um, if if it's something that you know that you can't contain, um, do your best. If you can, if you could control it, do it. But if it, if it's mm-hmm. come out of your control, that's the only way to go to the emergency room. And, and please make sure you have insurance. Uh, definitely make sure you have that kicked in before you yeah. actually go if you can. Um, now, of course, I, I do believe that our emotions, like you were saying, it, it affects our level of pain from an injury. Stress is one of the biggest things that causes a lot of our pain that we don't realize. And I even had to um, learn that myself when I lost my mom four months ago. Um, those okay. emotions caused pain. My body was going through so much and my, my neck was hurting me. My husband said, well, you know, that's all the stress, all the crying that you're doing, causing all that pain on your neck. Um, do, do you agree as well with that, Wanda, that our emotions play a big part of that? Oh, they sure do. I mean, I mean, you're, you're absolutely right because, I mean, just going through that loss of a loved one is, you know, is so huge. And and we're so unconscious of, of what our muscles start doing when we're under that kind of stress. And they just start, you know, tensing up. And so with that, it's just easy for, you know, pain to be coming on or even, you know, other things like just with the muscles tense like that, maybe you turn your head just the wrong way and then you, like, really hurt your neck. Um, but no, that that completely is, is part of it. Um, you know, the this, this stress response and, and pain, uh, you know, this kind, especially up in the neck, low back. I mean, those are real common ones. Um, and, and I've felt that too, you know, when I've got something going on and um, uh, like when I was, you know, my mom was, was not well for a long time. And there'd be times that it would just what? really get to me. And I I felt that. It was like, and I, of course, I'm really conscious of it because of who I am, but I, I have personally um, experienced that. So um, that that's um, that's very true. And that being said, once you notice it and you make that connection, no matter what the this, this stress is about, you know, a physical stress or an emotional stress, you can, you know, physically do something about it. I mean, you can um, start, you know, taking these deep breaths, just full, nice, you know, deep breaths that begins to have a, a calming effect. And once again, doing um, this pill, this, this um, postural lengthening, you know, can, can help with, with yeah, yeah. So, well, um, well, Wanda, I appreciate you for being here, giving us the insight, guys. You definitely have to pick up her book. I love it because it's it's conversation. It's not hard to understand. It's got great exercises, shoulders, um, everything that you think of, elbows, wrists. It's it's in here. That's for your body. So get started on it. It might save you a doc, a future doctor bill that you don't need at the moment, um, Wanda. Um, if before we leave, if there were if there were only one key message you can get out, what would it be? You know, just that um, our bodies can heal and get stronger no matter how old we are. That's something that continues okay. through life, and we can help ourselves with our recovery. Um, you know, by some of these suggestions in the book, and that's a choice that we have, and and, and we all can do it. Well, you definitely heard it from Wanda here. We all can do it. Just got to have that mindset and get started. But before I definitely leave you guys, I know I can't go out giving the truth of the day. 
Emotional wounds from the past cannot be ignored. Emotional pain is there to wake you up. When you hide these pains or try to ignore them, they continue to hunt you, turning into diseases or accidents. You must feel your emotional pain in order to work through these pains, forgiving and letting go. Why do you persist in carrying these pains with you from your past? Why do you dump them onto the people you love in your life? Today, allow these chains that bind you to fall away. Strip away these burdens. Have faith in God and yourself. Everyone, enjoy the day. If you're out here in Georgia, make sure you bundle up because it is chilly. I'll see you guys on another episode of The Bright Style with Technisha, and God bless. Thanks for listening to The Bright Side with Technicia. If you like what you heard, tell your dad, mother, cousin, uncle, whomever. Be sure to check out the archive section at www.brightsidewithtk.com.